Hello, my ladies, my gays, my theys, and the men who get it. We are back with another episode, and I've brought back, you'll never guess. It's a me. <laughs> it's a Kate. It's a my cousin. Happy to be here. <laughs> do you know in the newest movie they don't do, they don't even do those voices? Oh. I know. Way to start it off on a downer, man. Well, Chris Pratt is also, Chris Pratt is Mario, which makes no sense. Also, not great. Also, nice guy. Question mark. <laughs> yeah, we could do a whole episode on that dude. We'll get him. We'll get him next. Yeah. When we recorded the last <laughs> episode, Kate and I stumbled on a really specific type of nice guy that we both had examples for that really, in hindsight, were nice guys, but at the time we had no idea. And that is the very niche genre <laughs> of of boy bander nice guys (laughs) nice guys from boy bands yep those early 2000 specifically yes like that was the prime prime like boy band era the boys we all loved growing up yes boys who were on posters Posters. (laughs) who were being absolute trash to women yes trash (laughs) and we were just looking Right past it. We're like, yes, treat us like trash. Marry me. Marry me. Call me a bitch. <laughs> Make a song about me. Oh. Okay, so in our last conversation, we brought up someone who makes me so furious all the time. Just like I could just be <laughs> relaxing, having a cup of tea, and this man could enter my brain. And I will be furious. Like it could, it could tarnish any any day. If if I was on the beach, spin <laughs> on a pina colada, and this man walked across, <laughs> full on feminine rage, <laughs> and that man is of course Justin Timberlake, old JT, old JT, old ramen noodle head himself. <laughs> I was so in love with him. I will. I like. He was one of. My distinct crushes growing up. I liked Justin Timberlake and uh, I like Spike from Buffy, who also had very crunchy hair. <laughs> that was your thing. I was really into blonde, crunchy hair. That was my thing. I honestly, I'm not the type to like make fun of someone, but this man is a nuisance. This man <laughs> is a public menace who needs to be destroyed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to apologize. I'm not sorry. Like, I, one of like the highlights of my viewing careers, I have a career of viewing things on the TV, (laughs) was when Justin Timberlake, like, he was so used to everyone. I think, especially at a, when he was younger, again, he started this at like 16. He was so used to everyone adoring him within his sphere that, like, I think he lost touch with reality. Because if you recall, Kate, he used to beatbox. Yeah, I repressed that, but I do. Welcome back. (laughs) I call it white boy beatboxing because I'll do it for you right now. It sounds just like this. Like, it's terrible. It's so bad. It's just the worst. Like, remember, it was on the pop album or the pop song, Dirty Pop. And he's like, there's literally a beatbox, like a whole verse of beatboxing from this boy. And it was at an award, some type of music award. And he was with full grown, like men and women. And they were like, it was like people who love hip hop, like people who actually have heard beatboxing. 
and not right. like the 13 year old with braces and braids and her Justin t-shirt that's like oh my god he's beatboxing multi-talented he's so good um and the cringe I felt but also the absolute delight of him beatboxing to them he beatboxed just like with his full chest. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I feel like that was when the beginning of the end. I'm going to break this down way more. Uh, it's going to be way more organized when I do the breakdown of his shitty behavior. But the overarching theme for me is this guy just thinking he's so f-ing adorable. He's so f-ing cute. He's so amazing. Like everything he did, even when he did like malicious things, was like with the sly smirk, like everybody loved him. And like, I feel like at the front end of his career, that was very true. And then slowly but surely people started to pick up on it. And it's so gross looking back. Like, of course, I'm going to be talking about his relationship with Britney Spears. But looking back, because I had the just absolute uh, worst job in the world of re-looking at his clips. (laughs) Honestly, I would rather have listened to Nails on a Chalkboard and watched paint dry for 48 hours, then watch this man smirk while he just absolutely like said horrific things about Britney Spears, like for years, like it was so shitty. And for me, that's definitely a type of nice guy, which is the like, I'm just the cute, like I'm the funny, cute boy. Like it's all a joke and I'm cool and chill. When in reality, they're just absolute a-holes. And It's just as they get older that people are like, oh, wait a second. I think you're actually mean. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, generationally, I feel like Gen Z is holding those people accountable to the point where they're like shook now that this stuff is being dredged back up and they have to face accountability for all this shit that they said in the early 2000s. And like they forget that all of that was documented like it's still you can still go back and find these yes. interviews you can still go back and and analyze the body language and the facial expressions and like hey let's talk about it you don't get to get away with that <laughs> like he's being dragged to filth and he is filthy oh yeah. yeah he don't worry there's a quote from him about how he's dirty i'll get into that oh, so speaking of filthy right. but there's also just like the idea that like what yeah that was 10 years ago it's like okay but if you never addressed it and you never apologized for it then yeah we're gonna bring it up you're you're only addressing it now because you've been called out for it yeah and like the other thing is like another nice guy trait that he used was no i have two two nice guys traits that he used that come up so often with nice guys is one he would completely change his tune depending on who he was around he would be a nice guy in one interview. He would be a dirtbag in another. And I think that was also a way that people didn't catch on to him because when he was in an interview with like Barbara Walters or uh, Diane Sawyer, both were garbage. Those women <laughs> need to be talked to. Like their interviews were horrific. Barbara Walters was would literally be like, so tell me, what was it like when your family was burning alive in a fire? <laughs> You're like, oh my God, like, can you not? Like, stop it. And Diane would like talk to uh, Britney Spears and be like, so what did you do that was so wrong? Why are you such a slut? Basically. Like, I remember the- seeing that in that documentary about her and being like, how did, it- like, it- I was so appalled by the way she was 
formulating these questions that it's like, it's almost hard to wrap your head around how anyone could have seriously watched that back in the day and accepted yes. that as a legitimate interview and not been like, whoa, that's yes, really inappropriate. <laughs> it was so common for the time. But anyways, like when he would be in an interview with those ladies, which women were watching, he would be like respectful and kind. Back then, unlike now, where you can look everything up online, you really were only catching it if you were paying attention. And like, we weren't listening to bro radio shows like the girls weren't, the girlies. The second thing that he would do that nice guys do often is just not take accountability for his actions. He would do shitty things and then act like he didn't mean to do them or it was accident or just basically he would maintain his nice guy persona by evading any any accountability and and situations where he was to be held accountable with another woman he would let her take a hundred percent of the blame and he would just like peace out of it yeah and that is something that is repeated for him and that is something i see in nice guys it's like they will get involved in something and then if they can just like be quiet in the background they'll do that instead of defending the other person They'll be like, oh, yeah. well, what? Sorry, I was back here slicking back my ramen. Were you attacking <laughs> Janet Jackson? Um, who I also will discuss. All right, you want to get into this? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, so this is the most, like, both of us, we did research. Like, this is the most <laughs> professional one we've done. Okay, so in 1992 is when they met, and they were 10 and 11. So that's when Brittany and Justin met for the first oh, time. Oh, yeah, the Mickey Mouse Club, right? Yes, it was the Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. And I think this is important and like makes it extra gross because the, this wasn't a couple that just met. These This wasn't two people who like knew each other for eight months. They had known each other since they were children. Uh, so 1999 is when they got together or confirmed their romance. They were like, as you remember, the freaking it couple. They yeah. had the the matching denim uh, <laughs> denim outfits oh, at the Just the pinnacle of fashion. <laughs> I literally have that image in my head. I can never get it out. It will always live somewhere in my brain. Like if someone was like, can you sketch? And I was like, yeah, let me draw his cowboy hat. (laughs) I just remember her like, she always had like the lowest rise jeans on. Yes. And the abs of an Adonis. The abs of a a, a Greek goddess. Or God, really. She was jacked and awesome. If you weren't around for that time, they were like the hottest most it couple before that was really a thing like this was right around when pop the paparazzi was getting crazy Brittany was one of the main people that paparazzi went insane over and he was I would say probably at the height of his fame as well uh being the front man for NSYNC so they break up in March of 2002 so that's a three-year relationship it's a big, huge deal. Like everyone wants to know what happened. Uh, there's the the terrible interviews we mentioned with like Barbara Walters and uh, and Diane Sawyer. It's just crazy that Diane Sawyer focused an interview on the breakup of Justin Timberlake I know. and Britney Spears. That was the time we were living in. That was okay. the, the top news. Yes, top news story. <sighs> JT and Brit split. Okay. Oh my God, it rhymes. Um, No, my tabloid would have been JT sucks and ramen, cancel ramen. Okay, so so in November of 2002, that is when Justin has his interview with Barbara Walters. And this is his quote. Again, reminder how he's different with different people. 
He said that he told Brittany, if you ever need me, I will be there. And lies. And he promised that he would never say specifically why they broke up. So that was November. So about like a month later, he's on uh, the Star and Buck Wild morning show. Again, not for the gals, not for the girls. I've never even heard of that. Yeah, probably not still a thing. But one of, I swear to you, I swear to you, again, I had the displeasure of this research. Uh, one of the hosts says, did you fuck Britney Spears? My my jaw dropped for those who are listening. <laughs> jaw is on the floor. And he laughed. And then he said, okay, I did it. <sighs> this is who, how he's talking about Britney Spears, his ex- to all of the world, not only just his ex, but like I said, someone he has been friends with since childhood. And in another interview uh, on Hot 97, he was asked if they had oral sex. Yet again, just really abysmal questions. Just huh. awful. Gross. And I know. And he said, I, Kate, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to read it. I'm going <laughs> to read it to you. And uh, this is straight from... The ramen's mouth. Um, I already hate it. They asked if he did that. Yep, I hate it too. And he said, I did it. I'm dirty. I'm in so much trouble. And then referenced that his mom was probably listening. I mean, is he 12 years old? Like, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I'm dirty. He's like 22. It's like he's talking to his friends about the first time he looked at a porn magazine. I right. did it. <laughs> oh my God, guys. I did it. I stole it from my dad's bathroom. Oh. Except in this case, he's sharing graphic sexual details about his ex-partner. Destroying a woman's reputation. Yeah. And like, just for context, everyone who's listening, if you weren't present at the time, her reputation was absolutely destroyed by this. Like she, and by all accounts, was truly trying to abstain from marriage. Even he talks about it. Um, And that that was like, again, this was a time when people were really talking about that a lot. Like, well. Yeah, Jessica Simpson. Look at, I mean, that was like the thing. And then that was also what so many interviewers, viewers would focus on. Yes. Was this commitment to virginity and this like commitment to purity. And Jessica Simpson saved herself for Nick Lachey. Uh, Britney Spears, it was this whole big thing. The Jonas Brothers and their, didn't they wear rings? Like pure, they had purity like, rings. Yes. Yeah. I feel like they should have, like, there should have been a show that was like, uh, watch this to find out if Britney Spears abstained for marriage and then it should cut to like a counselor that's like hi are you obsessed with the virginity are you still here i think we need to talk we need to talk about your obsession with a stranger's virginity how old are you (laughs) you need therapy welcome that should have been the show oh that's so disturbing to think back on how that was like those teen magazines would come out and that would be like what would be the cover thing was like Jessica Simpson, is she really saving herself for marriage? And 12-year-old me was like, gotta buy this, mom. I have to find out. Like, that was normal. <laughs> yes, it was It was a horrible time to be a woman. Um, yeah, so, so he's doing these, like, gross interviews, which, again, like, didn't really get talked about. Like, he was not being painted any sort of way. He's openly talking about sexual acts with her, and he's getting no comeuppance whatsoever. Meanwhile, she's getting absolutely destroyed and slut shamed in the slut shamed yeah yes so november of 2002 that's when he made the claim he was not going to talk about it okay that same month 
Crimea River is released. The video is released. So he was probably just marketing for himself by even saying that. Yes. Because he knew he was going to have this juicy. Yes. And so he said that knowing he was about to wreck her life. Okay. I'm going to break this video down, Kate. You probably remember it. I went and rewatched it again at my own displeasure for (laughs) this podcast. It is so freaking ridiculous and creepy and and like I totally understand he didn't make it alone but he filmed it and like obviously was present for it and didn't stop it from happening it is like a weird video manifesto of a psycho person and it was like played off like oh he's a bad boy sexy Justin the dark side of yes Timberlake I remember that coming out and thinking like oh this is different I know I was like he's so a chat oh bye bye ramen hello shortcut like that's right when he cut off all his hair you know and like I remember finding him so attractive and thinking the video was so cool um (laughs) let me break down the music video for you and tell me this if this was made by like a, a normal person you wouldn't be like, oh, okay, well, I'll be calling the police. So basically, it is a Britney lookalike, which is like unheard of. So right away, you're like, oh, shit. Now, in the song, it references that she cheated on him. That's what the song is about. And therefore, answering everybody's question in a very public way. And yes, giving him all the press. Capitalizes off of his breakup real nice yes so i'll just do a little i'll just a little retelling of what goes on here so it's britney's house she goes off with the dude he shows up at her house in a black hoodie he takes a rock from outside throws it shatters a window pane to break into her house starting off strong yep starting off with a just a crime that's just really really stable behavior perfect Just total normal things to put in a music video. Okay, so he breaks in. Then he goes inside and does a weird dancey dance. And then then he brings in another woman. He gets on her bed with said woman and films them hooking up and is staring down the camera while he does that. Swear to God. Thoughts? I don't remember this. Like, I feel like I just, I viewed it from such a perspective of, ooh, this is a dark video and never like actually paid attention to what was being said. <laughs> like, I don't, that's so disturbing. <laughs> so, okay. So he hooks up with her. Then she comes home. So Justin leaves, right? Yeah. No. 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 Kate, I don't, no. See, I don't remember any of this. I must oh. either I blocked it out or I just never paid attention. <laughs> no. Okay. What he does is he goes and hides in the closet. He sees that she's changing to get in the shower and he hides in the closet, but he has a little peek. Like it's it's basically like psycho, like uh Norman Bates. Yeah. He like <laughs> has a, a little crack in the door that he's watching her shower. Then he like sings like a whole like refrain. With him, like, walking up to her in the shower and putting his hands on the glass as she showers, not knowing he's in her home. And then she turns her head and he's gone and he's playing the revenge porn on the TV. Like on her TV? Yes. Seeing him hooking up with another girl on her bed in the house that he's broken into. And this was just normal. This was uh, accepted at the time. Yes. And I watched that and was like, uh, what a bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the video. Don't like that. 
It's insane. Can you imagine if I like, I, I just like putting it into context, like you wake up and some guy you've known since you were kids and had a horrible breakup with has made a music video with a lookalike of you where he breaks into your home and does stuff on your bed and then watches you shower. Can you imagine what that would feel like? And just the fact that like, not to go down like the Britney rabbit hole, she was forced to be this goody two shoes little child and then never had a chance to rebel. And then even then with all that work of maintaining this image that she maybe didn't even want to maintain, people are still dragging her shit through the mud and making Mm -hmm. her look like a slut and, and putting videos out like this. Like, how do you... How would anyone mentally deal with that? And he's doing it knowingly. like Yes, a guy that she trusted for half of her life. And imagine if you were just a regular couple in like a high school and your boyfriend sent you a video that he made off of his home video camera, you know, uh, the same concept. Like, I feel like you would take that to the police and they would take it very seriously. But because Justin Timberlake was famous and had millions of dollars to produce a music video it became like this oh look how hot he is he's really taking control of this breakup and stuff but it's like no that's some unhinged behavior yes that we are letting slide because he is famous and has money and people lost over him and like that's so scary i i truly don't i remember it being a dark like moody music video but i don't remember that being like the that was the plot and that, yeah, it was like he he completely profited off her trauma and her pain and like the way that she was treated. Um, again, it won't be the last time that he does it to a woman, which I'll talk about. Um, but I literally have in my notes, oh my God, nightmare. That's my note after that. Um, let's So let's jump ahead six years later. He inducts Madonna into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which right. I am so, like I would put money on. It was solely just to have some Britney jokes in there. And like, if you want to see how smug he was about talking shit on Britney, that's that's what you should watch. Because this is six years later, six years. And he may not have written the jokes, but he sure as heck performed them and was smiling and laughing the whole time. Uh, he makes a joke about, you know, like, oh, Madonna's kissed a girl that I may or may not have kissed myself. Ew. About Britney, which is like, ooh, bye. And I mean, like, there's such long, awkward pauses where he is just milking it. Uh, and then he goes on to call her a Madonna wannabe. Uh, why? <laughs> I don't know. Why are we digging on Britney Spears at something that is about Madonna? Like, That's it. Like, literally, any chance he got, he was doing it. Um, yeah, he just literally is like, there's no one like Madonna. Uh, there's a lot of Madonna wannabes. I may or may not have dated one. It's like, really, dude? Unnecessary, dude. Shut up. <laughs> just for the record, just timeline wise, this is 2008. Britney shaved her head in 2007. So at this point, it is very clear she is dealing with some shit and she's going through some shit. Let's beat her while she's down. Yes. So a year after that, he's doing this shit in 2009 so again 2007 head shave 2008 he's making jokes about her 2009 he does the snl skit where it's like a bunch of people coming to america and they're talking about their dreams for their future generations and he makes a joke about how you know they'll be in a couple and they will they will say that they're not having sex but privately he hit it 
this is an SNL skit. Like he has not been with Britney Spears now for seven years. How is no? Like now thinking back on that, that is so pathetic that you would think people would be like, dude, let it go. Stop. Like the joke is old. It was never great. Like let's maybe move on, but it's on SNL. That's what, that's what was hitting at the time. That's so depressing. Yeah. Uh, His smug face when he would talk badly about her, like he was just like sly and smiled and like, Again, he was milking it. Like, it wasn't like he was just saying jokes written, which would be bad enough. It was like, there was so much joy when he would do it. Like, he was just, he's just a smug little shit. Sorry. I really don't like it. I loved him. So I'm a woman (laughs) scorned. Truly. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Like, it just disgusts me that this was our generation. This is like what we grew up with. And it was all just so normal. We were conditioned to believe that it was okay. It just makes me sad. I'm going to go to bed crabby. No, we're going to talk it out and then we're going to feel better. Just kidding. Just kidding. Go to bed relieved and wiped out. Okay. But as you probably know, this is not the only like amazing rock star. Powerful woman. That he absolutely destroyed. And in this case, I would say this is super egregious in his action of making this, this controversy happen and his inaction when it came to defending or saying right. really anything about it. Uh, right. And of course, I'm talking about the Super Bowl with Janet Jackson. What year was that? That was 2004. Right. Okay. And for those who don't know, the song was I'm Gonna Rock Your Body. And they're both performing, which what a what a strange time that those are the two people we're seeing. <laughs> Janet Jackson, uh, Justin Timberlake. Again, this is like, she was older than him. She had fought her way like she was an excellent performer she had paid her dues right she was like she she was not his peer she was above him yeah and to think this little shit like destroyed her career is so appalling anyways so the song was rock your body there's a lyric where it's like gonna have you naked by the end of this song which again please stop and then followed by uh you know the beatboxing (laughs) justin stop it please I don't even know. It's like robot beatboxing. Stop. So, and what happened was at that point, (laughs) Justin very clearly grabs her top and rips it. And it ripped exposing her full breast. And she was wearing like a nipple ring. It was was like a, like a a a little pasty thing. Yeah, it was, it looked like a metal sun if I'm recalling correctly, but her, her bare breast was exposed by his rip of her costume. Now this was a huge controversy and supposedly was the creation of YouTube of people trying to find (laughs) that clip. I swear to God, I'm not joking. This was the Will Smith slap of 20 or 2004. (laughs) Yes, truly. Um, so that happens and it's like they got like millions of complaints. It was a huge deal. Um, but when I tell you that one person, just like Brittany and Justin, one person got absolutely destroyed and one person came out almost better for it. Yeah. Justin's quote to Access Hollywood after it happened was that it was fun and that he loves giving y'all something to talk about. So Janet was already getting attacked at that point. And did we ever find out, like, that it, was it planned by both okay. of them? Girl, don't <laughs> you worry. You did your research, sorry. 
So I, well, as much research <laughs> as one can do from the comfort of their own home and just a laptop. Um, initially, Justin Timberlake made it seem unintentional. When he was asked about it, he repeatedly made comments that it was an accident. It was unintentional. But Janet confirms that it was planned. And if you look at her uh, costume, there was the black patch and then there yeah. was a red lacy. You could see the frill on it. There was a red lacy thing underneath. So she was saying he was only supposed to rip off the top and he ripped yeah. off both layers. I believe that to be true because there's no way it wasn't intentional, but like, I don't think anybody would be like, yeah, showing your bare breasts is going to work out. Yeah, like, I, this is I, great I, for the Super Bowl. Yes, people love, people are really chill about the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> they There are no like Karens on their couch just waiting to make some calls. So she confirms that not only was it planned, but it was Justin's mistake why it happened. So now in February of 2004, Justin says how he's frustrated his character is being questioned. Right. In an interview. And this is while Janet is yet again getting destroyed. She was just to show you like what happened to him versus what happened to her to highlight the difference. Janet was no longer performing at the Grammys. After that, she was supposed to perform and then she wasn't, which... They kind of made it seem like she declined it, but we all know she probably was either disinvited, like disinvited or um, didn't want to go with all the controversy, uh, which again is a big deal to not be performing at the Grammys. But not only does Justin go and perform, he is given several awards. So while she can't even go to the event, he is, you know, one of, you His know, life as usual. Yes, yeah. he has he has the Grammys of his life. If you're wondering what effect it had on Janet Jackson's like album sales, Janet Jackson put out an album shortly after that. It was her lowest selling album since 1984. Yeah. Just because of that. Just because of um Justin ripping ripping off her outfit. Which is nuts because, I mean, you think about that now, if someone were to do that, and that would be tame. <laughs> yeah, if someone were to do that, it would be like, it would be investigated and it would possibly be like a crime to like right. expose someone. Like literally, like she was exposed to millions of people. But I mean, like even intentionally, you've got like, you know, the Sam Smith performance and Lil Nas X and stuff. Yes. Like in terms of what people are willing to put out on stage, it would be tame. Yet oh, we just yes. vilified her for yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Even yes, though sorry. it wasn't even physically her fault. <laughs> that was the thing is it, it, the bizarre part was like he ripped her outfit off. He literally ripped it. Like there was no question. It wasn't like she ripped it herself. Like a man reached across and ripped her top off and she was punished and he was rewarded. Yeah. And she did an interview with Oprah after it happened where she was basically like, um, yeah, he really left me hanging there because he didn't really publicly defend her at all. He kept saying it was yeah. unintentional. I'll finish this up. In 2018, if you're wondering, like, did Justin learn from this? Did he decide <laughs> to be less shitty? Like, did he grow up? Kate, 
course. I am displeased to tell you he did not because in 2018, he again performed for the Super Bowl because nobody gonna, no one's stopping Justin from doing anything. Uh, And he had this sly little reference because he had the absolute nerve after destroying Janet Jackson's career. Like, I don't know if she ever truly recovered from that. So he had the absolute nerve to perform Rock Your Body again. And not only did he perform Rock Your Body again, but when it got to the point where he was going to sing the going to have you naked by the end of this song, he said, all right, stop. And then he like sly smiled and was like, ah, just like (laughs) laughing and smiling and referencing when he ripped her top off. Right. For again, for millions of people. And this was 2018. He is a full grown man. As he's invited back to the Super Bowl. Like, yes. Ugh, that's annoying. And it wasn't until 2021 when the when yeah. the documentary about Britney Spears was released that people were like bombarding his social media. Like, I, I mean, like his comment section was just like, apologize. It was just like, burn. Like, so we stand Britney. We punch you in the face. Um, But like he was abs- getting obliterated for both the Britney situation and the Janet Jackson situation. And it was in 2021 that he issued his first real apology. Because- Only because he's being yes. called out for it like yep and they when they use the oh that was so long ago that was so long ago well it's like okay so you're claiming that there's this dichotomy between who you were at this point when you were a pig and and treating women like trash and who you are now yet you have not acknowledged any growth up until this point until you are now being called out for it and then using the passage of time as your excuse where if you were had any self-awareness of how shitty you were a decade ago or 15 years ago mm-hmm. you should have come out and been like i am doing the work i am sorry for this 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 and this like he never would have said shit if he hadn't been called out for it because he hasn't changed he's still that person he's just better at hiding it to close this off i was telling my wife we were doing this episode because i was telling her i was seething <laughs> and i was very visibly upset about this guy i do not know and she was like, oh, are you talking about the cheating scandal with Jessica Biel? Oh, yeah, there's that, too. <laughs> and I was I like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, with that and chick on the balcony or whatever. Bingo! Yeah, I forgot so, about that. That was not that long ago. 2019. In 2019, yeah. if you're wondering, like, because he had dated a ton of people. He dated Cameron Diaz for a while. And then he locked it down with Jessica Biel. They got married. He has a child with her. And if you're like, oh my God, you know, maybe he's changed. Like, because he really did like his image was like the he's married and he loves his family, whatever. Uh, Well, the funny thing is there were photos of him sitting on a balcony with his co-star. Who is eight years younger than him. And literally they were holding hands and They were holding hands, sitting next to each other, like clearly like a couple. Meanwhile, his wife and his child are at home and she has his hand like on his thigh, like in his inner thigh. And they're just like drinking together on a balcony in full view of everybody. Like 
there's pictures of them they were like not hiding it and he just like came out and was like i was so drunk i i need to be more my actions hurt my family yes that's not the example i want to lead for my son was one of his quotes you were just so drunk that you stopped hiding it and you got caught yeah you got busted and again like i don't know (sighs) i feel like he was a pretty boy like i feel like in that sense he was a nice guy like but it was more so the nice guy is kind of like uh the media i guess because it was like we were all so convinced that this was like a someone we should look up to and someone we should like and someone we should find attractive and he was he wasn't like the bad boy bad boy like he wasn't like like Colin Farrell I remember he was like a bad boy where you were like oh my god yeah you just knew he was out yeah doing (laughs) Doing dirty shit yeah (laughs) real dirty shit but like you know you were made to believe that like Justin Timberlake was like the bad boy who's still like a a good boy at at heart is still a good guy um and it's just just evident that he's trash and I think the more like I think he just in the way that he treated women and the way that he was desperate for adoration and validation and now he's like a man in his he's 40 he's in his 40s know? yeah wearing those sketcher sneakers or whatever the hell he was wearing <laughs> or, or his arch support um but so the shape ups <laughs> yeah his little shape ups get that booty do um <laughs> But yeah, he's, he's 40 years old and like, he's still doing the same shit and he still thinks he's cute and he still thinks it's cute to clearly not give a shit about women and like people close to him. And it's just like, dang, how did we, and again, this was like the age where you weren't seeing everything. So it was easy to, to only trust what you were seeing, which is why the nice guy's dangerous because he was showcasing like a different side of him. Like he was very much from what I saw at the time, like being sweet about the besides cry me a river which was a nightmare but like in his interviews like saying he cared about her and he and then like talking shit about their sex life so yeah yeah it's crazy i'm so glad that our daughters uh are gonna be raised by a generation who hold men to a higher standard oh yeah (laughs) they're not gonna have to see that as being acceptable right like there are great men out there and there are a lot of men that would not treat people like that, but it's crazy how much our generation like held them up. Like and yeah. if anything gave them rewards, like rewarded their shitty behavior and then just totally attacked women and like, yeah, holy hell. And that's, that's my take on just JT ramen noodle, butthole express Timberlake. <laughs> Jessica Biel, get out. <laughs> run. Jessica Biel, Aww. run. Save yourself. Garbage. Absolute garbage. Jessica Biel, did you learn nothing from Seventh Heaven? <laughs> well, the dad on that <laughs> ended up being a predator. <laughs> oh, that's so... my. I'm on. I'm on Seventh Heaven TikTok right now, and it is my favorite thing. Oh, oh shit. Okay, okay. I am actually gonna stop. <laughs> stop us here. We have so much to say about this. I'm sure we're gonna keep talking um but we're gonna we're gonna stop here so thank you so much to everybody who's been listening thank you kate of course we will be back next week with the second part of this episode (laughs) as always multiple parts so many parts um god those boy banders though like they really they bring a lot to the table 
I'm afraid to like do deep dives in more of into more of them. Like, oh, we're absolutely doing it. Uh, Nick Nick Carter was my favorite, so I'm afraid to 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 do Uh-oh. a deep dive on Nick Carter because I, I might break my own heart. Well, we'll see. We'll do some yeah. research. Hopefully, hopefully Nick's not one of them. But you know what? At this point, I have no faith. <laughs> No faith in any of them, True. except Lance. Lance, I feel like you're good. You're cool. Yeah. Lance Bass is cool. Oh, and if you have a, a nice guy story of your own, make sure you are <laughs> sending your story to the F the Nice Guy podcast at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening. Oh, and as always, my friends, F the Nice Guy.